Right, you're very welcome along to the Friday Football Podcast with myself, Adrian Barry, and, well, nobody else. Uh, the lads have left me for the day. So, in lieu of the usual Friday podcast, I say usual uh, Friday podcast on the basis that there's been one so far this season, a couple of weeks ago. Um, so, I don't know exactly what usual might be, but I would expect that when we eventually get around to doing these every week, this sort of podcast will be unusual in that it's an interview with the West Brom former Ireland player Stephen Reid West Brom against Liverpool at the Hawthorns on Sunday half one our live game our first live game of the day so this week I caught up with Stephen Reid it was the day after the 4-3 defeat to Aston Villa and it went a little bit like this fire it up fire it up if you need some conversation I suppose first of all to start off on last night's game it was a bizarre enough one to watch pretty entertaining I have to say from a mere spectator's point of view but I would have thought a different story to be a game to be involved in yeah that's right we've we got off to a great start 2-0 up with you know we've under we've under 10 minutes played and then you you're looking to go on and win the game at, at any level and to for Villa to get back into the game as they did and then to go in three or half time was a bit of a blow. So yeah, going two 0 up, really disappointed. We didn't come away with didn't come away with a win and you know, that puts us right in amongst it down there now and, and obviously with a massive game coming up on Saturday Sunday, sorry, against Liverpool. And does that play a part as well, Stephen? You know, like when you're two 0 up and things are looking pretty good and all of a sudden it's two one and the position that you're in at the table, does that sort of thing begin to affect the way you're you're thinking about a game? Yeah, I think it does. I think sometimes when you find yourselves down the bottom of the league and, and in that in that position, I've been there before with Blackburn on a, a couple of occasions, and, and the first season back in the Premier League with, with West Brom, we found ourselves down there. When you when you lead in two nil, when a team team comes back into the game to two one, there's, there's a bit of a bit of anxiousness that sets in, and a, a little bit of nervousness as well because you're so so keen to get that massive three points. That yeah, there is a bit of bit of nervousness that does creep in and, and we saw that yesterday and it's obviously affected how we've gone on and, and the result that we, we got yesterday. Just kind of leading on from that point, Arsene Wenger spoke last month, Arsene had been through a bit of a sticky patch at that time and he kind of spoke about how badly affected the players had been by a couple of negative results, uh, psychologically affected he said and how it had played on their minds in his word. West Brom, as you say there, three points from safety, uh, one of the bottom half where just six points remarkably covers all the bottom ten teams. How difficult is it to create a positive mentality toward the task at hand over the next few months? Well, you're hoping we got a, we we got a good good group there. We got a, a group that's been in this situation before uh, at West Brom and, and other clubs as well. A few of the lads have been at West Brom and suffered relegation. So we're an experienced bunch, and we're, we're hoping that that experience will will help us in the running. Now, there's a lot of teams in amongst it now, and. Uh, the most vital thing to do now is get that win as soon as possible and the the important thing would be to get back-to-back wins. If you get back-to-back wins, that can catapult you up into the top half of the table and that's the, that's the aim. Uh, we're coming up against the Liverpool side on Sunday that we've had good success against in the last few years and we're hoping that we can repeat that. Just the last word on uh, last night, Stephen. We, I promise you we'll leave it there after that. Um, <laughs> the, we, we were kind of chatting during the week about, actually it was in terms of the Merseyside derby and what it meant to people and you know Irish supporters looking at the game and while they don't have to go to work in Liverpool the next day. I'm interested to know from your own point of view, uh, I don't know if you, if you live in that vicinity, but obviously it was a, a derby game and we do hear a lot from sports people who find it difficult to go training the next day. They find it difficult to go to the shops because they live in that area. How, how do you deal with that? 
yeah, I, I feel the same no matter who we come up against and and in any defeat I feel exactly the same way you, you take it personally and you reflect and you, you look at your own performances and I'm disapp- disappointed in my own performance last night and, and you want the next game to come around as, as quickly as possible to put it right it's a massive game for the for the fans especially that have got going to work the next day and you know, like I say if any of them are, are working alongside Villa fans then I'm sure they, they got plenty of stick today but you know with the, the social media that we've got as well um Obviously, you know that I'm on Twitter as well, and the, mm. the fans soon let you know when you you put in a performance that's that's not up to standard. Uh, I'm kind of interested to know as well, just on on that point, whether that's something that has changed at all for you over the years. Like, I mean, I know when you're a young guy going to work, for example, and something bad happens at work, you're when you're younger, it tends to play in your mind, and when you're a bit older, that sort of maturity is there to be able to deal with that much better. Is that something that you found over the years? It still hurts. A defeat still hurts as much as it. it as it ever has, but I think as you get older, you you come to accept that these nights happen, um, poor performances happen, uh, and you come to to accept that it is going to happen when you're younger. You you find it harder in a way to to deal with, but on the on the other hand, when you are older, that sometimes comes into the thoughts of of fans and and media. You know, when you you get in thirty and in thirty plus. It's always a question mark about your age and uh, and whether that's a factor. Um, <laughs> I remember reading a, an article in Giggs, and every time he had a bad game, he was finished. It was because he was so old and and all of that going on. And fans these days, obviously with Twitter and 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 the social media that we've got, have, have got a direct access to players and whatever comments they they have, they can message a player directly on on Twitter and post it up. So. So it's a lot more different in that way. When you're a younger, when I was a younger player, these things weren't around. So you could have a bad performance, and it was almost forgotten about the next day, and you're on to the next game. Whereas now, fans can just hammer hammer you as much as they want all week, or, or every day, all year round. So it, it has changed a lot since since when I started first playing. And does it make you think you you've kind of led us down this road, Stephen? So I'm going to go with it. You're uh, 33 in March. Does it make you think yourself? You've obviously you've 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 moved from winger, central midfield, now in defence. Is that something that yeah. the 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 end of your career is that something you think about? Yeah, it, it is. I think I think with the with the injuries I've had um, over the years, it's it's something I've been preparing for in a way since I first had my first serious knee injury. Uh, you finally realised that it's a career that's not going to go on forever. You can get these serious injuries and, and yeah, it's something I'm preparing for over the last few years. I've, I've started my B licence and finished that and I'm going to go on to do my A badge in the, the summer and the, the bits of media work that I do. So although you prepare as much as possible for it, it's still a scary thought that, that one day it's going to happen, but that's the best thing you can do is pre- prepare for it. But at this moment in time, I'm, I'm feeling good, disappointed with my own performance and the performance of the, the defence last night, but it's on to the next one on Sunday, and and we're all going to give all that we can to to make sure we get out of this situation as soon as possible. Yeah, it's that cliff edge that we often hear spoken about, isn't it? And the uh, I suppose the idea of building the best parachute that you could possibly can to uh, to see over the end of it. Just a couple of other things that I want to get to you, uh, with you, Stephen, if I can. Uh, the yeah, it's been yeah. a funny kind of couple of weeks or couple of months, really, I suppose, for West Brom with the 
um, Steve Clark situation and then Keith Downing coming in at a caretaker basis and eventually staying on and under Pep ML. You're obviously uh, one of the senior guys in that squad and as you said yourself, you've been involved in this situation with Blackburn before. Has the new manager come to you to speak about, um, he, like all of his experience up to now has been in Spain and much of it in the second tier there. Has he come to speak to the likes of yourself about the situation? No, no, not not in, not particularly. Uh, we've we it's just been getting straight to work on the training field. Is a couple of new ideas coming in, uh, slightly different way of playing. But yeah, it's been a it's been an interesting and and difficult at times couple of months. Obviously, with Steve Clark's departure, which you know, which which was disappointing because it reflected the way we as the players were were performing. So it's never nice to see a manager lose his job and. He's a manager that's been one of the biggest influences in my career, that's for sure. Um, so it was it was tough to take. Keith and Dino came in and, and, and held the reins, and we had a really good period over Christmas and New Year. Just important now that we, we kick on under the new manager. We had a, a good result against Everton, uh, first game in charge, and then a disappointing one last night in the derby. But there's plenty plenty more games left, and, and we're hoping that we can, we can start climbing that table as soon as possible. Yeah, there's definitely some encouraging results there. What is Pep ML's style? How does it differ from uh, from previous managers? I think he wants us uh, wants us pressing higher up the park. I think we've seen that in the, the first two games under his management. Uh, so high intensity way of playing, uh, constantly putting the opposition under pressure. Um, so yeah, so it's quite of a, a Spanish approach and. You know, when you see the likes of Barcelona play um, and, and pressing all over the park, that's maybe similar to similar style of the, the Spanish way of playing over the last last few years. And hopefully, that's something that we can we can adjust to well and and start getting some results out of. So, yeah, it's, it's obviously last night was disappointing, but the opening game against Everton showed glimpses of of what we can do. Um, again, last night we we scored three goals, but at the same time we we conceded too many. So. It's definitely something that we're going to have to improve on is is, is shutting the door at the, the defensive end. Uh, the that that sort of uh, pressing style obviously is something that Southampton do as well under Pochettino. But I presume from your own point of view means a bit more leg work. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the way of the modern game is. Players are getting fitter and stronger, and and you need to be uh, in great physical shape to to compete and and to play at this level. So yeah, that's that's just one of those. Those ways of playing, where you're going to just have to adapt your game slightly, um, and yeah, so hopefully, hopefully it works for us going forward. Uh, Liverpool uh, prospect, obviously, um, on Sunday afternoon of trying to put the shackles on Suarez in uh, Sturridge, forty goals between this uh, season. Did you see much of their their win over Everton on Tuesday? Yeah, watch watch the whole game. Obviously, with the with the game for us coming up against them on Sunday, so watch the whole game. And and at times going forward, they. They are looking looking red hot, Suarez and, and Sturridge coming back from injury as well. You know, you're struggling to find maybe Man City with Aguero and Negredo and, and Zeko. Uh, apart from those, they're the, they're the top partnership in the Premier League. So it's going to be a tough game. But like I say, apart from the, the defeat we suffered at Anfield this season against Liverpool, um, apart from that game itself, over the last few years, it's a, it's a fixture that we've done well in. We've got some really massive wins home and away against them so no reason why we can't do the same on Sunday and in terms of the uh, approach you mentioned Southampton there a while ago uh, Pochettino 
with Southampton had a bit of a sticky patch um, a couple of months back and he just stuck with the high line is that something is that is that the approach for Liverpool I mean I yeah, presume there's a temptation to, to tweak things up a bit yeah well I think I don't think you can approach every game in the same manner you can't play open expansive football or, or try and uh, press uh, in all areas of the park in every game you play every game you've got to take on its own merit the opposition you're playing against um, I think manager Realizes that that you can't play every team in the in the, exactly the same way. You can't play against a man or a Chelsea the same way you might play against a team in in your in your position in the league in and around you. So I'm sure the manager will will look at the opposition. We'll have all the analysis work and the the video footage, and he'll he'll pick the way and choose the way we we go about playing in this game and and the and the style of play. Every every game is is different and, and every game is, is different and you know no two no two games are the same so we'll, we'll wait and see on Sunday if any changes are made Yeah, always interesting stuff from Stephen Reid there. It's West Brom against Liverpool at the Hawthorns this Sunday. 1.30 kick-off, Dave McIntyre and John Anderson will be our commentary team there. Our second live game of the day on Sunday, Arsenal against Crystal Palace at the Emirates. Mark Scott and Ray Houghton uh, will call that one. And as always, over Saturday, uh, we'll have all the reaction from the goals and everything else that you'd like to know. That's it for this week. See you next week.